Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, we go inside Trails Rock. Well, three-fourths, or uh, more precisely, six-eighths, of the board members join for a lively conversation about the organization and talk generally about what they'll be up to this year. From refining existing things, uh, like a few races, to changes uh, to some of the programs, like Slow and Steady and Trail Trots, um, and maybe even coming up with a few new things. If you aren't familiar with Trails Rockwell, this is a good primer, but Seriously, where you been? Been to Rochester lately? Uh, Trails Rock is the Rochester area's premier trail running organization. A welcoming and inclusive group, Trails Rock puts on tons of group runs and five really unique races. But they don't just use the trails. The members of Trails Rock are passionate custodians of the area's trails. You can hear how much they care about maintaining and advocating for proper care of our wooded refuges all the way up to donating all the profits back in the form of uh, trail projects or donations to trail organizations or first responders who work the trail races. So now I can understand how a podcast with seven people could possibly be a bit difficult to follow, you know, like one of those old timey radio plays. Um, So we start off with the board members introducing themselves chatting a little bit about their role in their organization hopefully that gets you a little familiar with their voice and um, then they you know each person in addition will tell us what the community means to them and then we chat 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 so also uh, each person on this particular episode has actually been featured in a previous episode weird right Uh, so if you'd like to get more familiar with their voices here's a quick rundown Eric Egan gave us the Trails Rock origin story in episode 5, More Than One Trail Existed. Sheila Egan provided a famous Virgil Crest 50 race report and her conversion to uh, someone who eats hills for breakfast on episode 14, If It's Not Puking, It's Crying. Amy Lopata joined her man Dan for a Massanutten race recap on episode 32, Stupid is what we're after. Michael Vallone famously graced us with his dulcet tones on episode 6. I touched his Yaris. Uh, Laura Howard was kind enough to share the story of her first ultra with us on episode 39. Continue to be awesome. And Jeffrey Macbeth humbled us with his eloquence on episode 34. A good time to be a nerd. Other board members not present but mentioned... Sean Story went after the beast in episode 23, expanding that elasticity. And the recently resigned Ben Murphy did something stupid in episode 4, a pretty dicey situation. And then, well, Dave Story. Mm, uh, Dave hasn't been on the podcast and uh, also didn't show up for this recording. I'm not taking it personally, though. Like, Not at all. Word on the trail is that Dave is a good guy, and he certainly wouldn't intentionally be avoiding me. So, I'm, I don't know. 
Um, maybe like he had to wash his hair that night or something. I don't know. Um, interestingly, uh, Valone and Laura Howard and Jeffrey Macbeth were not board members when they were first on the podcast. I'm not saying that I or this podcast had anything to do with anything. It's just it's just interesting to note is all. And uh, yes, uh, for those of you wondering, there there will be a quiz afterwards. For those that want to study up, the show notes are located at runninginsideoutpodcast.com slash 04x. Take note of that one. It's a little bit different. 04x. And with that, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even feelings of Rochester runners. Everybody kind of locked and loaded. You got yeah, man, absolutely. Got Ready to roll here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so we're we're gonna go. We're gonna go from my right to my left. How about sure. that? Yeah, that works. Go, Eric. So yeah, uh, Eric Egan, uh, president here of Trails Rock. Um, I guess that uh, correlates to a bunch of different things, but uh, I take care of a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, um, our insurance, um, our permits, all that stuff. Um, and I, I tend to be the race director for um, the four races that we put on and uh, sort of help run this show. And that's sort of uh, sort of what we do. Okay. I'm so, sh- go ahead. Is it my turn? Yeah, you've done this before. You know what you're doing. I'm Sheila. I am the secretary slash treasurer. I take all of the meeting minutes and take care of the books and I also run Tuesday trail workout days. Okay. I'm Amy Lopata, and I am the trail learning crew coordinator, which is a new thing for 2017, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But essentially, I coordinate, schedule, and um, facilitate uh, getting some new people out into the trails in the area. I'm Mike Vallone. I am the VP. Um, my main job is the merchandise for Trails Rock. And um, I co-write the newsletter with Eric and occasionally um, step in, uh, usually support a group runs, but occasionally step in if a group leader can't be there for the run, fill in for that. I am Laura Howard. I am the special events coordinator. Um, I've only been in the role 22 days as of today, so we're still figuring out what the, that means. The role has only existed for 22 days. You know, I'm just going to run with it, though. So, um, obviously, special events, the biggest one that um, Trails Rock does is the Trail Runner of the Year series, uh, better known as Troy. And then some of the other special events are kind of to be determined based on what um, the need um, and interest is of the community. Okay. So, uh, and then Mr. Macbeth, another new one. Also new, started at the same time as Laura, Jeffrey Macbeth, um, basically doing the technical support for Trails Rock, which means website, emails. Uh, if they want to do something, I try to break it first and then fix it and apologize later. But <laughs> yeah. So you, you are also inheriting the Trails Rock app? I am inheriting the Trails Rock app. With kit gloves? With very much kid gloves. We've got uh, the iOS app and the Android app. And for now, Merck Sock's continuing to maintain the iOS app. And I'm trying to help out where I can to get new data in and start coordinating upgrades to both of them. 
And uh, Dave and Sean couldn't make it tonight. Um, Sean is um, one of our founders and helps with uh, a lot of race day stuff. So we always have to run through the race each morning to make sure everything is set. And Sean is almost always the one that does that. He's on site early before he goes into work. And then uh, Dave actually just texted in and he said, just tell Chris that we're going to make the trails great again. Big time. (laughs) Huge it's trails. Like he was in the yeah, room. huge trails. We're gonna make yes. the biggest trails, the best trails. <laughs> so yeah, and Dave Dave's story often coordinates a lot of the trail work days. Right? Yeah, so um this year Dave will be organizing um at least in the spring and summer months at least one trail project per month. And he's looking at and him and Sean are eyeballing actually creating a thirteen mile loop around the perimeter of single track in um, Black Creek. That's uh that's a lot of a lot of eyeballing. chopping. They're eyeballing it. A lot of chopping. That's all the big news we've got really. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, this would be <laughs> one of the shortest podcast ever. Mini episodes, right? <laughs> so, um also in the room is Picasso. He will be he will be guesting on some at some <laughs> points in this. And and also is is some um professional sports competition as well. So there may be on the television. It's not in the room. <laughs> <It's not> a, <laughs> I mean, this house is big, but it's it's not that big. Um, okay. And then, so when you guys started this year, you sort of announced that there's going to be a lot of, a lot of changes. And one of the things Amy sort of alluded to, we've changed slow and steady into, uh, tender love and care, right? (laughs) (laughs) Into, into TLC, right? Um, we've, uh, Mr. Mertzak has left the board. Jeffrey has joined, uh, Laura's a new position, right? Special events coordinator. Um, ben has left the board. Ben has left the but board. But he's staying on to lead our Wednesday morning groups. Right, so he's like an, an associate member or something. Yeah, he's more of a group <laughs> run leader. <laughs> right. And then, uh, you know, Amy's role is relatively you've, – you've been a, in the board for – This uh, is my second year. Right, so a year. Um, Mr. Valone's been on for – This is, this is your – Almost two years. Almost yeah. two years. And you got – Eric and Sheila, who have been around since sort of the beginning. Yeah, and Sheila made a change to the Tuesday runs this year. So instead of just a normal little group run on Tuesdays, we've changed it to Tuesday trail workouts. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot. And then that was there's... Your, that was your chance <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> she's, she's I wasn't doing... sure what the format for the evening was. This is this is it right here. <laughs> this is what you got. It's either going to be the me and Eric show or you guys are going to pitch in. <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> That's what they okay, so Tuesday, um, when we first started Tuesday Trail Trots, uh, the whole idea was kind of to have a casual group run. Um, but as the group has evolved there is a wider range of paces. And so we were trying to come up with a good way to include everyone um, because at Trails Rock, that's really important to us, making sure that it's inclusive. And so we decided um, kind of over the past couple of months, we've been doing um, hill workouts, hill repeat nights. And it's nice because we'll do a warm up together. And then... (coughs) So it's, you know, a group run for a mile or so, and then we pick a hill and everybody can do their own thing, do their own pace, but you're with people. Mm-hmm. So this year we're going to alternate with hill repeats and speed work, and it'll be the same kind of idea. So we'll do a warm up together, like a mile, and then 40 to 50 minutes of a workout, and then go back to the cars together. And it's just kind of a nice way that 
everyone feels welcome. Hopefully everyone feels welcome. Well, and it's also, like you said, the group doesn't get stretched out over a distance, right? You take a, a five mile trail run and, and the group just gets stretched. This way you start and end within an hour to an hour and 20 minutes, start together, finish together. Right. Yeah. Some of, kind of some of the trails like which one of my early memories of group run was uh, Ron organized a bunch of, I don't he called them goat runs or something. And it was up and down the hill repeats that the uh, chair hill at the church and then over down at uh, uh, Powdermills uh, up oh. old ski hill. Oh, there was, there was a yeah. hill repeats. And that, that was my first look at the, uh, at the uh, old ski hill, which stood me in good stead because I think it was just a couple you know, a couple weeks later it was that very first WTF and mm-hmm. like oh I've been up this horrible thing before. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's a, it's nice. a familiar friend, right? Yeah. Familiar friend, and um, so that that's Tuesdays. This is this is good. We've fallen into a format, so we Got have you. we have Tuesday <laughs> evenings, right? Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday mornings, Wednesday mornings yeah. crazy, crazy early. Ben's usually running somewhere around Woodcliffe, yeah. right? Not that early. Yeah, they usually, they usually run like a 5K at 6 a.m. in the Woodcliffe area in the Crescent East Side trails. <laughs> right. And that's so, Laura, you've done the Wednesday morning crew, right? Jeff and I go Fairly most often. regular out of the board members. Yeah. Um, I haven't been as much recently. I think you've been more, but yeah. you know, over on the east side and always doing something different. Ben's got a good rotation going. Guarantees we're back within an hour because yep. usually everyone's got to get to work. Yep. Right. Yeah. So then that's that's Tuesday and Wednesday, and then it used to be yep. slow and steady was on Sundays. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when I first started as the slow and steady coordinator, it was Sundays. It had been Sundays at 11, and we had kind of switched them to earlier. We had heard from some folks, and myself as the leader, um, that time just worked a little better. And then uh, we did that over the course of the first, uh, what, nine months of the year. And then I uh, ended my running season with a bit of an injury, and thankfully Mike was able to, along with Dave, um, pick up leading. And uh, one of the things that Mike did was start to rotate and do – he'd throw in a Friday night – or a Saturday or whatever. And it was nice to see people being able to get out um, that maybe weren't able to come out on Sunday. And we also started to find that there were some different um, paces showing up. And one of the things that we had always wanted was to be able to have people who, you know, when I first came back hiking is saying, you know, it's okay. Like if we're going to walk, that's fine. So now we're coordinating some actual guided hike. So I'm coming out and leading the hikers while Mike is still helping out with the runners. But we're making courses such that like Saturday, we went to the Greenway where it was an out and back. And so you could still see everybody. Um, but one of the concepts that I had brought to the board meeting last month was the idea of um, as a newer person to trails, my whole thing was, I don't know where I'm going. I'm always following someone. So I thought of maybe teaching people like, follow these blazes, you know, mm-hmm. these are the, um, you know, this is the orange trail that's goes here, pull up your app and let's look at it. Or like what the heck is chair Hill and where is that? So this year we're actually going to, um, starting in February, kind of rotate a park or a trail system. So we're starting with black Creek in February. So all of the groups will be at black Creek and then we'll switch to another, either, you know, Crescent trail system or another park and kind of focus on a park each month. So, Hopefully that will help us point out landmarks to people so they know, you know, yeah, I know that place. So we want people to kind of get comfortable, you know, going to these places on their own instead of always following someone. Right. So, so. It's, it's that, that's the learning, yeah. the learning part yep. here. It's and, not just And we're follow. really, really hoping that um, people who 
aren't even runners are going to start coming out. We did have a couple people come out Saturday that walked with me, which was great. Um, so we're really encouraging that. Um, and as much as possible, even when I am back to running, we'll try to set up routes where we'll still have, you know, a hiking group or the ability to have folks who just go at their own pace. Cause we just absolutely don't ever, we will never leave someone behind. Right. You know, we'll figure that out. So, you know, Amy, I thought that that was such a good idea to highlight like, even if like, you know, you're new to it or you're a hiker or maybe you're injured and mm-hmm. you need to scale it back and you can't run. Yeah. You'll still be able to be part of the community because yeah. the community is the whole point. It's been, uh, it's been amazing too. Well, Eric was the one who kind of, uh, pushed me back in to say, you know, are you able to walk? Then let's go, let's get back out there. So I appreciate that because it's one of those things where we don't have to be running. We just need to be out there. I yeah. mean, it's so beautiful right. to the fog on Saturday was amazing, you know, just to be out there and be with other people. And it's okay if you can't. Right. You know, and, it's, and it's another way of like helping people understand what they're doing out there. Yeah. Right? Like you follow these, these are blazes. You'll right. see it. It's not just somebody randomly painting a right. tree. We're coming know? up and we're, we're hoping um, we are going to coordinate um, when it makes sense to uh, Jeff has offered to bring some orienteering type stuff and help us learn right. some of the, um, some of the orienteering sites Map are out there. skills and right. all the rest. Yeah. So, so I was, this was, this was going to be my big curveball for him, right? So Uh-oh. he's the orienteering guy, right? He's the do it with a map and a compass. And now he's in charge of an app that shows you where all the trails are. And I mean, does that, does that grate on you? So, well, absolutely. Yesterday I was down in. <laughs> absolutely. No, 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 not the app. I love the app. I was actually down in Letchworth yesterday. Uh, exploring with some people and the paper maps that we had acquired and brought down were horrible. And so we weren't quite sure where we needed to be like, Oh, I know I'll pull up the trails rock app. And of course, Letchworth's not in there yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody should get on that. Somebody should do that. Oh wait, that's me. <laughs> and so I think even, I think even before I got off the trail, I was sending messages to people begging for uh, trail routes and stuff. And we'll try to get some of the data in there. But yeah, I mean, Map and Compass can work, right? Yeah, but- I love Map and Compass, but you know, th- there, there's people, I don't know that it's an inbuilt skill, but it's certainly something you can learn too. But there's this ability to look at a map and transfer it out into the world around where you see, oh, I see these lines close together. That means there's a cliff. I should look for a cliff. And <laughs> I kind of just look for the cliff. <laughs> yeah. That's a cliff. <laughs> But then it's like, oh, wait, I know where I am, too, because I can look around and I I can orient myself, which is, you know, the orienteering. I mean, so often you think it's, you know, oh, I need to walk this direction, you know, at 315 degrees from north. Did you just get that, Laura? No, I I just didn't realize that I put it there for you. But but there's people that don't have that transfer skill. And something like the Trails Rock app is really, really helpful for that. I mean, there was a, I remember a time I was out with Sheila and Lucy and Moore and like, where in the heck are we? Mm -hmm. And we pulled out that app, knew where we were. And it's fine. It's yet another tool that we can use. And, you know, the the hope is with everything is that you don't walk, you know, like with the Pokemon Go, you're not walking around with your face in the screen, that you look up, you see the blazes, you start correlating to where things are, and then you learn for real. And yeah, going on a separate rant for a moment, you know, she said, we won't leave anyone behind. I think it's a little more than that, is that there's someone actually planning to go at your pace already. And so if you show up, it's not a burden on anyone there. They're already happy. Right. 
And so Jeff had to learn that the hard way because when we did the Ready Set Glow preview run a few years ago, he brought the turn by turn directions that we had put on the website and a map, and he he and Elnora were sort of off the back, so I had doubled back a different way, and I'm like, we'll go this way. He said, we have a map, and so I ran (laughs) back with the front of the group. A couple more minutes, I ran back, and I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, we have a map, (laughs) and I was like, I'm like, I get it that you have a map. I'm like, but. That's we're here like as a group, so we want you part of the group. And he's like, "We'll see you at the finish." <laughs> and that was like my first time really interacting with Jeff. Yeah, yeah. but I think I even yeah, I think even with I, I don't know, just newer runners in general, newer trail runners, that they don't understand that because I think we all probably have had that experience when we first started running, where there was someone who we knew was faster than us that was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna run with you," and it's like, "Well, no, why would you do that?" And they're like, because I want to. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's social time. Too. Right, yeah. exactly. And I think it's like, I don't know, it's just something you have to accept that this is the trail yeah. community and you will likely run with people who are faster than you and you will run with people who are slower than you and you will develop really cool friendships. And that changes day to day for everybody. Yeah. So the whole relation of, okay, I've already put in X amount of miles, I'm coming into this tire. Yeah. People don't really understand that context all the time. Right. And some days all you want to do is just hang out and, you know, hike up and down. Right. Yeah. I think what's great about all the groups that we offer is that there is that social aspect to it that, you know, I remember at some point, I think you made a comment, Sheila, about how, like, don't, well, of course, now you're calling it a workout, but like, don't plan on this being your workout because it was supposed to be a casual group run. It was supposed to be a, we all stay together and Mm -hmm. whatnot. But I think it's nice to have the different focus on, you know, hey, you can still come and make this whatever you're going to make it. Right. You come and you run this mile with us and then we do these hill repeats or we do intervals or speed work or whatever, but then you can still ultimately do what you're going to do, which is great. That's the whole thing about Trails Rock just being accepting of everybody wherever they're at. So, So, um, Jeff... Macbeth gets to pitch in on your trail learning crew and teach some people orienteering. Well, he offered to, and I'm going right. to <laughs> And then he also gets to pitch in with Mr. Valone, right? Because Mr. Valone's uh, sales platform is the website that Mr. Macbeth has to maintain. Right. Where's my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, Valone, you've uh, you are now the uh, you are the cash register, right? Yes. You, Yep. You hold uh, the purse strings. That's right. Get, get the money, right? I do. That's your yes. deal. Yep. So, um, over this time, you've had you initially when you first started. I remember you took over and you sort of overhauled the online store, right? Yeah. And you still do that idea of you know order your shirts um, if you want them as extras, right? So you don't have to pay that to keep the race fees down and all that. Right. So. Um, what other things, you know, other than actually bringing and hand delivering the shirts to people, what other things do you do with the merchandise? Well, well, I mean, that's, this is kids listen to this show, right? (laughs) (laughs) Mine will be, so. (laughs) Don't you do like that little warning at the beginning of the podcast? It's good. (laughs) If if something, if something should happen, yes, I will will put the warning. Sorry, back to the shirts. Sorry. Well, so... We won't get into. There's a reason that, that <laughs> in fact, tonight I made a sale to you for yeah. not necessarily a reason that we can talk about on the show. But uh, so I count on those kind. Of, I count on those kind of spur of the moment purchases. Everybody's right heard what happened to yeah, my okay. trails rock right. buff. Well, you have right a now. you have a buff, a replacement buff. So yes. Um, 
I think the, 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 the best thing, I mean, it's all, it's all advertising kind of like a cycle. Like someone buys a race shirt and then they, someone else sees it and goes, Oh, that's really, that's really neat. Trails rock. Or they buy, you know, a, a shirt that they're like what we have on right now or a hoodie. And it's just, you know, they, they go out into a community, maybe not ours, but that's similar. And somebody goes, Oh, what's trails rock? And then they look at us up on the website. So I think the merchandise is, it's, it's a symbol. It's, it's more than making money. I mean, it's, it is, it does help with the, the, the money. We're a nonprofit. So any money we make off the merchandise goes back to the community, which, which is a great thing. But I think it also, it's like a walking billboard, a running billboard, if you want to say that, that somebody who can go into another, I mean, I did a race in Pennsylvania, I wore a shirt, and people were like, what's this Trails Rock? You know, let's check it out. So, I mean, it's like We talked about it in uh, Mississippi when we did our, there is an organization that Dan and I ran an ultra last April, and it was a very similar organization to this one, and we were wore our shirts and talked about it the whole time, so it was cool. Well, and there's been races that I've gone to absolutely terrified, and I walk into that the starting line where everyone's kind of milling around, and there's just a sea of orange, like, yeah. oh, I know these people. <laughs> um, there are people. So yeah. <clears throat> what if somebody had, like, a hoodie that was, say, three years old, and you had to keep it in a separate room because it stunk so bad? Could they? It's funny. It's funny that you're saying that because I feel like there's a person like that that exists. I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Could they exchange that? Hoodie? I actually have a room in my basement where the the hoodie just it's like it's got one single solitary light beaming down on it. It's like your cape. Yes, my hoodie is. I I I don't know what it's going to take to get rid of that hoodie. I've had it. It's. I've had. It, I do one. all my ultras in it. I do all the races in it. It's. Yeah. I that's, do all the runs in. I That's wash it. it. Don't worry. I but do it wash it. It just makes me hot thinking about it. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just so used to it. I don't yep. know. I just really like it. It's like it, my whoopee. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like my running whoopee. Oh, yeah. You're like Linus. Shut up, yeah. <laughs> what is that, number four? But, um, <laughs> I do. I enjoy. I really. That's what I really like. I just. It's not even a. I mean, yeah. It's like I said. It's It's nice to have that revenue for. for I mean, we are. We are a, a company. It is a company. And, you know, it's nice to have that revenue to do the projects and to give back to the community the way we want to do it. But in the same token, I, I really enjoy that it's getting the name out there and it's showing pride in what we're about. And, and other people can latch on to what we're about and make it their own and tell their own story. Um, so it's not really just a shirt. It's a symbol or it's not just a buff. It's a symbol of who we are and what we're about. Yeah, that's why I think I think that's why you're the you're the right person to sell the merchandise. Because <laughs> I have a three year old hoodie that you can't get the funk out of. <laughs> because because of how how because of how meaningful it is. Right, to you. right. It's an yeah. emotional it's funk. emotional funk. Yeah, that's, there's so much that is happening. I know, I there know. Is, it's true. I, I know, I know. There is blood, sweat, and tears in for that sure, in that for thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so now we come to special projects, lady. Right. <laughs> so special. So sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I, I'm, I'm fine with letting you oh. talk. Um, well, it's interesting. It's a good segue from Belong because, you know, as much as, you know, races and shirts and swag are really great for the bottom line, how can we use special events differently in the community to meet the needs of the community? So, um, you know, making sure that um, we can have events 
that maybe bring that bring the community together. But then if we have bigger projects that are needed in the community, we can support, um, you know, getting our name out there and being involved in those projects. So sometimes they may, you know, the future may need more money involved. And so maybe we can do different fundraisers. Not really sure what that looks like yet. Um, my focus right now has been the Troy series for the year and getting that nailed down um, and rethinking what the Troy party is. So we're thinking that we need to change what that looks like um, as we've changed as an organization. Um, I mean, gosh, it's totally different yeah. than it was in the beginning, which is the great thing about it. It's kind of continuing to evolve. So we'll, well see what happens. And you've been, you know, you've been sort of doing this without a, a position, you know, previous to this, right? You you started out with, um, I think your first big one was the the yoga event, right? Mm -hmm. To help raise money for the trailer. Yeah. Um, you've done, you did, you were the pusher behind me doing the podcast birthday party, right? The great enabler there, <laughs> right? Um, you've done a lot of these special events with, um, you helped Scott with volunteering in the organization. So you've sort of been doing this. It's again, another one of those natural, natural fits, you know, that just seems like, um, I wouldn't say that the position was created for you, but almost like that the position was needed and you were doing it and they sort of match up well together. Right. Yeah, it, it takes it. a not watch this. It takes a really good leader to recognize when to delegate those kind of responsibilities. <laughs> I think they're all aware of that. <laughs> we just, have, just to find, you know, have to find one now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I, I thank you. And I just want to give back to the community. That's given yeah. a lot to me. I've said that a million times and, um, I'm just excited to see where it can take me in, you know, more of an involved aspect with Trails Rock specifically. But I just, you know, when they were asking, you guys put a thing out there, you know, kind of fundraising for the, the trailer. And I'm thinking, oh, I want to donate, but like, I want to do it and make it more meaningful than just throwing money. So I'm sure I'm not alone in this. And how can we get the community and use that aspect to really leverage what we need? Yeah. So. Yeah. I like it. I like it being somebody's full-time role rather than uh, something that needs to be squeezed in. So I think yeah, that's going to be Yeah. It's going to make the events um, so much better. Like when you consider the yoga event that Laura put together, it was really well organized. There was a, a specific way everything went. It wasn't just like, oh no, we need to do the Troy party. Uh, we'll order pizza. It's like, mm -hmm. we're scrambling. This is going to be, it's going to really help the organization and it's going to really help um, the runners that are in that Troy series to to have something that's going to be really cool and meaningful to be part of. Yeah. And what I liked about organizing the birthday party is, you know, Laura kind of said, eh, let's do a, a movie night. And then she started sort of taking the reins and creating a movie night. And then I was a lot, I was able to then go, okay, I know that Laura's got this so I can do all the add on things. I can start doing the raffle prizes. I can work with, you know, people to bring uh, the cake or do the tickets. And so because, you know, somebody's got the main piece. Now you can then sort of augment it with with the, the little pieces that everybody else wants to bring. Well, I'm a sucker for that, because if you think about the root of it is I wanted to support a passion in all of those things. So there was something about like watching you celebrate your first year and watching Trails Rock grow and get this trailer that was really needed and, you know, watching Twisted Branch grow into the, you know, the event that it's become and being part of that and being able to support someone in, in organizations and the things that make this community what it is. I mean, I 
just love that. I get yeah, so like, excited. You're like the little watering can yeah. on, on, the, on the seed in the garden. <laughs> It's true. And a trail name is born. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, and one thing I didn't mention was um, as part of the Troy, um, I'll kind of be taking the lead on the the sponsors um, for the year. So, um, you know, looking back at the 2016 sponsors and kind of giving updates more regularly so that there can be more conversation about the sponsors. Or scholarship winners. Scholarship, thank you. Right, yeah. Scholarship winners and kind of what's going on and then again, building the passion and the, you know, the people who have those little voices in their head saying, I probably could never do something like that. Like, I want that to go away. So I want people to believe that they can do the things that they are passionate about. Yeah. And I think the scholarship thing, um, again, having somebody really on top of that is going to, going to be cool because there are a lot of adventures and a lot of stories Mm -hmm. that, that come out of that. So, you know, I have, I have a particular interest in that, in that piece, the, the people going, Oh boy, now I like, like Jamie Hobbs said about Hellgate. Oh, now I got to do this. Right. right? So, I just listened to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so somebody well, says, and maybe so, he's saying that now for MMT. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So somebody says, uh, you know, I, I really want to run this 50, I want to run Cayuga trails and you go, Oh, okay. Here, go do it. It's funny. Cause that's like me right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in those shoes. Yeah. I want to do that and many on the Jenny. And yeah. So, yes, um, you do. You want to do all of those things. I do, and I'm going to. And it's Run all the races. Yeah. All the races. We're enablers here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, that that brings us to the formal portion of our program. Um, the races. Speaking um, of races. Yeah. So, you have four, you have four races, right? And, and you're sort of changing. I mean, so. Um, you're sort of changing one of them, right? The, the first one that comes up, mess the dress is no more. Yeah. Mess the dress, um, has been completely revamped this year. Um, we've gotten a lot of feedback over the years. Um, a lot of people felt like it was an event just for women or that they felt like they had to wear a dress and that turned people off. Um, and so we just sat down at the last board meeting and we, some of our greatest ideas come from just shooting ideas back and forth. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how all of our races really started to begin with. Yeah. Um, and so we changed Mess the Dress, and uh, now it is called... Filthy Formal. The Filthy Formal. The, it's, fil- the Filthy Formal. And yeah, it's it'll be now, a 10K. Right. So there are very few trail 10Ks in the yeah, area. That's going to be neat. So um it'll have the same feel um the course will just be a little bit redesigned so we will start and finish at the lodge instead of having to walk the you know i don't know two-thirds of a mile or whatever it is over to the other side of the park um, we will start and finish at the same place which is awesome and then there'll just be some new stuff that we've built in black creek that dave has worked on that'll be part of the course and so will there still be a kids race for that one? Yeah, we'll still have the same exact route for that uh, one mile, uh, just a little fun run. And that's free. We're not mm-hmm. going to charge for that. So, um, And that'll start at the same spot I did before and finish at the finish line. All right. So. And what's the cost for Filthy Formal? Yeah, we dropped the price this year, um, so it's going to be $10. So, ten bucks for ten. Yeah, days, you know, one right? of the things we looked at is we we really want people to to buy you our can shirts because we That's want nice. Valone to be happy. <laughs> uh, but well, our, not, don't edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> but our, no, our out. shirt sales, a hundred percent of that profit goes into trail projects. Right. Um, and we felt if the race was twenty dollars, which is reasonable for five miles, um, then asking someone to buy a shirt for. 
$20, it all of a sudden becomes a $40 race. Um, and that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So we know we can operate the race at that cost. And so we just dropped the price down as $10 and then hopefully we'll sell that many more shirts so that we can do that many more projects. If the shirt is a, like one of those faux tuxedo shirts and it's like, it's like black and yellow, like faux tuxedo shirts at the formal, your money in the bank. (laughs) Telling you. Just a thought. Logo coming soon. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so that event's going to be pretty cool. We also changed the weekend, so it's April 1st this year, so it's going to be that first weekend, uh, hopefully having a chance of the most mud oh, we can get. but, I mean, what about all the people that are going to run Barkley? Like, not- <laughs> you know, it was a consideration. It's very similar athletes are participating. <laughs> and now you got to decide. No, all these kids can't come run our race now. Yeah, yeah I mean, now what are you going to do? you got to choose yeah, that between. was a very heated discussion at the mm-hmm. board meeting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's once in a lifetime chance to run at Black Creek Park. <laughs> um, okay, so that's that's kind of the the spring race, right? And then uh, you retool and you come back for the summer, yeah. right? And you got zero SPF. Zero SPF, yeah. And that is kind of our what would you call that? Kind of our highlight race. Our, that's, uh, yeah, that's our, our that's, premier banner race. Yeah, that's the OG, right? Yeah, and this will be year five, so uh, we're going to try and do something a little special for the runners this year that get registered for that. Um, and that'll open registration will open as it always does on April first. Mm-hmm. So April first will be busy day. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so you got you got to come right out. You bring your phones into bring the mud phone. so, so that you can register. Um, and that that's the one that runs the Crescent Trail, right? Crescent Trail and part of the Seneca Trail. Yeah. And uh, we raise money for the Crescent Trail Association, the Seneca Trail, mm-hmm. um, Victor the Victor Trails. Hiking Trails, and then the um, Victor Historical Society. Right. We raise money for them as well. And that's still that's sponsored again by North. No, Coast no itself? sponsorships. All of oh. our stuff is sponsored free this year. No sponsor. Yeah, Not even like going to have year. like. Yeah, we but just, we still had like the little pre-party at North Face last year, right? Yeah, they offered us that. Yeah, so that was nice of them. Uh, but they're not a they're not a sponsor. We're kind of going grassroots here. Yeah. So just hang out in the parking lot. Yeah. There there will probably be freezies again at the finish line this year. Cool. The, every race, every race. The yeah, kids they just ask, show up. That's good. Well, every race, the kids ask me, like, are we going to do freezies again? Yeah. Would you wake a freezy last year? WTF? That's so great. WTF? Yeah. <laughs> we could just make snow Yeah, yeah, we could do hot cocos or something there, but I don't know. Kids handling hot cocoa, I don't yeah. know. Um. All right. So SPF, not a whole lot of changes. To SPF, just it's going to be a little bit of a bigger celebration this year because yep. it's five years, yep. right? Yeah, right. there's only one person left that has run them all. Yeah. So we should do a prize for someone that can figure out who it is. I think I know. Including the first one. I think I know. Yep. Yep, I think I know. I I met this person. Um. Okay, so now we're going through the summer. Uh, if this were last year or next year, we would have Mighty Mosquito, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not having that this there year. There will be no Mighty Mosquito this year. No, no mighty, no mosquitoes. Sorry. No, that's fine. I'm just making sure people understand what's going, what the score is here. Yeah, it's um, a huge undertaking. I mean, yeah. 24 hours. It's really like miles. 48 hours, possibly yeah. more than that, but, when it all is said and done for the board. So but I think that's... I've not been on the board and I was exhausted. Yeah. At the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. My first year, not. Second year was. Second year was actually, yeah. That was a big undertaking. I think race directing slash organizing is some in some ways it's more tiring than actually oh, yeah. racing i'm always way more tired which after i would a race yeah than, i would never than running one 
Yeah, but I mean, you know, the reason I brought up Mighty Mosquitoes because I, I think it's, you know, um, it is something you did. It is something that was a huge hit, right? And it, it was, I mean, you get to camp out in Menden. That's pretty cool. 99 miles. That's pretty cool. You know, the team aspect of it, the solo aspect of it. Um, so it, it's a, it's a really unique and interesting event. Again, you know, the, the uniqueness of the events is, is pretty cool. So, you know, just cause it's not happening this year, we can't leave it out, you know? <laughs> um, so. But it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not happening. Okay. So then, um, we get into the, uh, autumn and we have the, uh, ready, set, glow which was covered quite in depth in Sheila's podcast. I actually went back and listened to it. We covered it quite a bit during your, because it was race that was your brainchild, right? So if people don't want to go back and listen to (laughs) your podcast, which I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, you get to talk about Virgil and Virgil's no more. And so, um, yeah. So tell me about ready, set, glow. Um, Ready, Set, Glow came about because after SPF the first year, I was still a very new trail runner, and I could not fathom why anyone would ever run 13 miles and on such a hard course. And so I decided that we needed something that was a little bit more low-key and just for fun. And we had just done a group run, I think a Thursday night medbed run, actually, and we had gone to Dryer Road, and they have all the weird names of the trails and the signs are on like wood. It's like a very rustic. Like poop shoot? Kind of. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about the names. Elevator. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking about, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about poop shoot. <laughs> it's a rather good name for a trail. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, anyways, so we had just finished running there and I was like, that would be a really cool place to do a Halloween time run at night, like a race. And then... As all of our Trails Rock stuff happens, we started to kind of start talking and bouncing ideas and it kind of evolved. And I was like, oh, glow, glow sticks would be cool. Like we could mark the course with glow sticks. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so Ready, Set, Glow is five miles in the woods at Dryer Road, which is a mountain biking park. Um, and it's a shared use park, but it's primarily used by mountain bikers. Um, so the trails are a little different, I think, than, than the trails in other parks in the area. Um, and it's a nighttime race and it's just for fun. Um, so people come decked out in their glow stuff and it's so fun. Yeah. It's cool to see. Cause at that time of year, there's not many leaves left. Right. And so you can just see like through the woods cause there's so many switchbacks People like up and below you. It's just like this long snake line of glow in the dark stuff. Yeah, and people just having a blast. And last year, Eric provided the the concierge service of dusting the course, cleaned <laughs> out here. cleaned off all the leaves on the course so people wouldn't even slip. So you're running. Uh, you know, I ran it last year before the race. Cause I, I was going to be just hanging around at the race, but I ran it and I'm like, this is like running on carpet right now. It's like, it was so clean. It was the cleanest trail I'd ever run on. It was pretty neat. Well, there's a lot Um, of exposed routes. I think that's pretty smart to do so that you don't have, you know, the potential of injury goes down quite a bit. Cause it's at night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Ready Set Glow is is pretty fun and I think it's I think it's definitely another another, you know, unique thing, which is run around with wearing all your glow gear and all your yeah. glow sticks and you know. 
and the fact that it's five miles again and nice and short and accessible, you know. And we dropped the price again for that race. So that race is down to $10 as well. You're like Crazy Eddie. You're like, yeah. our, price don't even is- watch your money. <laughs> <laughs> our prices are insane. <laughs> Volomia while is sitting in the corner going, buy shirts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so, the, so that's the yeah, thing. Like you, you keep these prices so low now. These are, these are $10 races and $20 shirts. So you can get a cool shirt for the race and the, the, the shirts are always got cool designs on them. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to, you know, like really push these things here, but you sign up for a $10 race. You almost forget that you even paid for it. Right. So why not just get, you know, get a shirt? They're great. I just, I wear my Dale's Rock shirts all the time. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That's all Valone owns. All I think. I, yeah. At work, I was like, <laughs> forget the uniform. That's what I'm wearing. Forget it. Yeah. So, all right, then um, the we go to wintertime, and that is WTF, oh, yeah. Winter Trail Fest. And the next time we have a winter, it's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we're, we're pretty good with consistency on actually getting winter weather. Only one year we haven't for that yeah. race. Yeah. So, uh, we'll take it. Um, but we might do... There might be some changes to that this year. It was free. Yeah, last it was year, free kind of last year. Um, and we're not sure that that really worked. Um, so we we might throw a little cost on, on this year just to cover the lodge. Yeah, well, and um, I think the other thing with it, um, you know, with WTF is that one you get to pick 5, 10, or 15 miles. Right. Um, but, you know, when people sign up for a free race, they're like, might as well sign up for the 15 because it's free, yeah. you know? Yeah, so it, what, that did actually end up happening. We had a lot of people sign up for a distance, and then they were trying to drop. And then we had a significant number of people that just didn't show up without telling us, even though we had a wait list. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it was kind of – it almost backfired a little bit that we tried to do this really cool thing. And then a lot of people just didn't have any sense of responsibility to it because they didn't pay. You know? Well, I think there's a little bit of that idea of like kind of skin in the game sort of thing, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I think it's a it's a neat little idea. But that apparently what- five dollars is the number to hold someone accountable. <laughs> yeah, all the five <laughs> miles we did it for five dollars. Everybody showed up. Yeah, I and I think in that one it's a buck per mile. You know, yeah, and that's not too shabby. And all the other ones are like a buck per k. So right. you know, yep. um, so that that's uh. You know, those are all the races. The Troy series that Laura mentioned was, um, that usually is in October, right? The end of the year. Well, it's November. Sorry, November. Because it happens after Menden 50K usually. Yeah, well, it has to because we have to know if we've won. Right, yeah. So I can confirm that all the races are staying the same for 2017. Oh, yeah. I'm just waiting on confirmation of the dates of all the races. Mm-hmm. So we're what? not making any changes to the lineup as of yet. I don't anticipate right. that to happen. Um, it was really cool. The community seems to really like the idea, and other race directors are on board and have been really excited about it. So. Yeah, and one of the one of the things that I found interesting about the whole Troy series is those those aren't they're not trails rock races. They're they're all other races. So you have to tabulate all these races from all other people and all their races right. and then put the scores together. That's where Jeff McBeth comes in. I don't do math. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the best. And it's yeah, right. We're so lucky to have you now, and then Mertzak because when Troy started, I was hand scoring everything. I can't even imagine. And it was a nightmare. And every every race, you sit Eric down and with I, a highlighter and a pen. <laughs> Eric and I would get into a huge fight because I would be like, "This is the stupidest thing. Why are we doing this?" And then he would be like, "So then we'll just not do it." And I would be like, "No, we have to do this because it's a cool thing. It's just a really stupid thing to can score this." <laughs> And at one point, we started discussing this frustration with Murtzak, and he was like, I'll just write a program. Yeah. And we were like, what? And that was that. <laughs> you and could I was, do that. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I wish that I was a tech person. What so we're good? very thankful that we have tech people now that know how to do these fancy <laughs> things. Yeah. Wizardry. No more, no more calculators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I deal with enough data at my day job, then yeah. spreadsheets and stuff, and now I don't have to. I can just talk to this yeah. awesome so guy. Yeah, so we can extract most of the uh, race results just right off of their websites and mm. hand it off into a spreadsheet and yeah. beep, beep, boop, and be done. Yeah, yeah. Boop, boop. And we, we've gone to electronic waivers yeah. apps on our phones, yeah. which is really cool. I used mine for the first time Saturday. So. Yeah, the electronic waiver. Eric got me all set up with that. for. Great. For the podcast, we had three of us having people sign in at the same time. It made it easier than, and I got in my car going, "Do I have my waivers?" Oh, yep, I do because I have my phone. Isn't it imagine? Isn't amazing what technology can do? Paperless, moneyless. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, below you can. Well, 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 so I think that's a big deal for you, though. I mean, I I dealt with that with going to events with the shirts. Like, if you can only take cash, you you know so. Um, is just make sure you watch Valone actually punch in the numbers <laughs> for what he's going to charge you. Make sure you validate the amount. Most expensive buff you just bought. He's got he's got a slippery decimal the point. These are worth five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least one of them. Mine is. Mine is. <laughs> Comes with a glass case. Oh, yes. Yeah, hermetically sealed. <laughs> yes. Seals the freshness. I was gonna go back to your point you made about the Troy and that they're not all trails rock. I oh think- yeah. Eric and Sheila can speak to that as, you know, original board members is that my understanding is the purpose was to support the whole community. Maybe mm-hmm. some races that um, are newer that we're excited about that um, we want to support. And it helps people get excited about some of the, the races that were newer, maybe are more established now. So. Yeah, I mean, that was the idea was to take a look at the, the broader sense of races. So one of our races obviously is in there. So zero SPF. Um, but outside of that, um, all the other races are, are run by other people. So, And I like that we have a good mix of different people, different different groups, I guess we should say. Um, so it's not all Trails Rock races, but it's also not all Goose races or all... Red Newt. Red Newt races. It's, you know, there's a big mixture and it's it's cool because we're so fortunate to live where we are and have so many trails and so many options for races mm-hmm. so it's really cool to be able to spread the spread the love yeah. spread the trail love around and for people that are not sure what races are out there it's cool to hey every month here's a race for you it's like a compilation of all the best trail yeah. i mean yeah like andy frank's races are are unique right. yeah. the yeah. muddy sneaker <laughs> is like a trip staple now it's yeah, you know, yeah. all and, those are great races well and you know in years past i think there was old goat was in there right mm-hmm. yeah. and so just someone you know in Menden 50k right um so so the only reason we removed old goat which is an awesome race is that it's part of the rochester runner of the year series right 
Um, so it already had a place in a series, and we really wanted something that had um, like a real mountain and climbing feel because nothing else had that real climbing feel. And uh, Ashen Mountain Run, which is so underrepresented, mm-hmm. is just an incredible event. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we really want to help that get going. And um, so that's in the series now. And it's really unique to the area. Just yeah. you go up the hills and down. The, it's just great. Yeah, I've done it twice. And both times I've gone into it going, I really don't want to run straight up this mountain. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then as soon as Andy says go, I'm like, I'm running up this damn mountain. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? It's interesting. I because I was volunteering with Andy this year to help him with the race. Picasso, and, you're killing me. Buddy. And um, you're killing me. There was a bunch of people that came and said, "Yeah, I never would have done this race unless, or I never would have been exposed to something like this if right. it wasn't here." Or there's a lot of reasons why people would not have thought to do something of that nature. But because of Troy and because of Flower City Raceworks, like, mm-hmm. and it's close, people were all about it, which yeah. is yeah. so cool. I really like I like that race a lot. It's it's short enough to be over with, but it's, it's hard. It's grueling. Yeah, it's, it's hard enough. Yeah, it's yeah. Hot. right. Yeah. It's it's really hard, but at the end, it's it's either four or eight miles, and it, it's well worth it. I think. I swept it, and I was like, "Dang!" Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the hard and walking. I think, um, another point to uh, supporting outside races. I got to put my plug in here for uh, Cayuga Trails because yeah. we are again. Um, gonna do the um aid station at buttermilk so good see you're like reading my mind because here well listen i'm i'm the aid station captain again so i'm going to be asking for volunteers because there's a lot of people actually who volunteered last year who have opted to run it this year (laughs) at least the marathon so that's great for them but um but it's an awesome awesome opportunity i mean actually my my first exposure to trails rock was the first year of ct50 where dan was supposed to be running and he was injured and um, so he deferred for a year and Ian had just said, well, you know, cause we said, we're going to come anyway. We had a cabin and Ian's like, well, why don't you help stock aid stations? And I think you guys were at the underpass that first year, right? Or were you always at no, we've always been okay. always been there. Cause so I was like, well, there's a group called trails rock at one of the aid stations. I don't really know who they are, but that was my first yeah. like exposure That's to funny. even knowing anything about trails rock. Um, and it was a really cool experience. I'd never been to an ultra before. I watched a 65 year old woman cross the finish line and I went, well, uh, maybe I could do that someday. Like, okay. Yeah. I hadn't even run a half marathon at that point. I just thought it was the coolest thing. So then I started helping out between, um, CT 50 and Virgil rest in peace. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that again. It's the first weekend in June. Um, it's that Saturday. So we'll need volunteers, um, Roughly between 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. So I'll be putting a call out. It is so, so fun. So when and I- Buttermilk's great because you're at that spot where it's easy to get to mm-hmm. and you get to see runners coming, you know, in and going out and well, you get to go, go up the stairs. So when I, well, when I ran last year, I, I did, the, I was like, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to run the first 12 miles with just a handheld. And so I was like, oh, wait a minute. I can give this to so-and-so because they're going to the Trails Rock aid station. So I'll just run to my pack. So I ran the 12, and the whole time I'm going, I'm just running to Buttermilk Falls to get my pack. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Right. So then I got my pack and I was like, you know what? That first 12 and a half was really great. I'm just going to take the handheld back. So I kind of looked around and I'm like, I saw Dave's story and I'm like, Dave, can you uh, take my 
can you find somebody to take my vest back to the start? You know, and the start and the it's 12 and a half miles on the course, but they're only a mile and a half away from each other. So yeah, because it trails rock, then my vest got taken back to the starting line. So I'm at start line. I put my vest on and I'm like, I just got to run back down to Buttermilk Falls to say thank you. (laughs) So I'm running. That's just 12 and a half miles again. And then I'm like, okay, once I get to 37, I just got to turn around and I got to do the other 12 and a half all on my own. But, you know, you're running, you get 12 and a half and 37 and a half down, you know, to hang out with your friends for a little while. Maybe or maybe not get yelled at for eating uh, too many pierogies, you know. Was Dan, oh, Dan was probably. Yeah, Dan was doing a little yelling about He's pierogis. He's 50 this year. So. Good. Good. I'll volunteer at the aid station then. I got, we've already, I got we've already plotted out recording voices to yell oh, at him. Great. Recording his own voice that's to yell great. at him. <laughs> yeah. But no, like Macbeth and his family were awesome last year. Yep. Yeah, they did. Your they, kids were hilarious. They made you a bunch of... got to the ultimate in uh, absentee parenting there? <laughs> no, they did great. They were like, they did do well. we got this gel. We got this gel. Do you want this gel? Yeah, and they, so made, they made signs. Yeah, the uh, morning yes, Lapata head. Yeah, the Lapata sign got left there. Oh, so Warning sad. Lapata had and people were like, where? Where's the Lapata? What's a Lapata? I know, what's a Lapata? <laughs> no, oh, shoot. I do need to put in another plug, though, because Jeff will be leading the Twisted Branch Trails Rock mm-hmm. Aid Station. Mm-hmm. So he'll be looking for some volunteers potentially as well through that day. Because oh, that yeah. day just got longer. Thanks. We extended the cutoff. Or Thanks, Scott by did. the way. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, well, that, that's so that Sheila will run it. <laughs> I don't need the extra time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. I do. I found out I did last I year. actually am. But in spite of what everyone else has claimed, <laughs> that, that Bud Valley aid station is the best aid station. It's it is so tall. much fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys were awesome last year. It's a carnival there, man. It really is. I, you know, so many memories just sitting that, you know, running that thing. But, you know, you, you've got a... Uh, Dr. Ospig there telling stories about how you're supposed to fuel yourself. And then this last time there was actually a uh, paramedics uh, ambulance group standing there, never having seen any ultra running before and just <laughs> horrified as these people are <laughs> cramping and crying and they're yeah. wanting to test everyone, make sure they're okay. And yeah. you know, we, we like, spent, we spent the day like, basically no. training this ambulance crew on how to be aid station workers. And by the end they were working just as hard as everyone else to, Get these people in and out and on their way, and it was it was a blast. I, we, we've done it every year. We've done that aid station every year. Sometimes as Trails Rock, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. But me and my family's been there, and it's it's a great great place and yeah. a great race. So now it'll be it'll be an official Trails yep. Rock aid station, yep. right? So that's pretty sweet. And we and we sometimes our best volunteers are not even runners. They just understand. They're either you know, the spouse of a runner or friend of a runner or whatever, they just get the community and they know like what needs to be done. I mean, we've just had some fantastic people that have helped out. So, well, and to me, I think that's, that is the, one of the greatest ways to enter into it because you start seeing what these people, what these runners can do. And you're like, wait a minute, I run with that person every Tuesday. I totally could run this race, you know, and you can start to be around ultras. You can start to be around the trails in these big races. And And, and it's also okay to not ever do that stuff either, to just go, this is the part that I'm here for. And, you know, that's, that's how I'm being involved in the community Mm -hmm. that I don't have to go do 
what everybody else is doing. It doesn't have to turn into the, you know, FOMO thing of. Yeah. Well, no, there's some, there's some really, really solid volunteers that I've never seen on a trail run, Mm -hmm. you know? So I first met Vail Mertzak at CT 50 when she brought some lovely baked goods. So Mm -hmm. Vail, we'll we'll wait to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So we've sort of covered all the, all the formalities. What else do you guys do? Um, that award. So, Dave really and making him running and, and helping us maintain the, the trails. Well, and that's a lot where the conservation rubber hits the road with us is, mm-hmm. you know, going back out, repairing what damage we do to right. improving the facilities for everybody. Yeah, we've seen a lot of races over the years that I get on my soapbox, but they, they will brag about racing in bad conditions and they will brag about what the course looks like when they're done with it and the mud and this, that, the other. And that's fine and dandy, and that can be fun. Like, we, we get messed up and get get real sloppy at what was messed the dress, uh, right. filthy formal. Like, we do that too. But we, at our core, care about the sustainability of these trails, and um, we always go back out. Mm-hmm. We do a work day before, we do a work day after, and we make sure that that trail looks better when we leave it than it did before the race. Mm-hmm. And um, I think... That surprises a lot of people. I think it surprises the Parks Department, the Crescent Trail Association um, had no idea that we would do that. And then we make donations to those places in addition to the work that we do. Um, and Dave really coordinates all of that stuff. And it's it's really important. When we started, when we sat down four years ago or five years ago, it was really important for us to, to make sure if we ran a race that it didn't look like we ran a race there. Because mm-hmm. um, we've all been part of events where it's really created some issues and we didn't ever want to do that. And that extends to our group runs also. Like I know just last week, Tuesday, we knew that the weather was going to be bad. It was warm. It poured all day Tuesday. We were supposed to run at Grease Canal Ponds Park and I changed the location to Durand and then it poured all day (laughs) and we ended up on roads in the park, which I mean, that sucks. We're a trail running group. We love to be on the trails, but after a, a day of just absolute downpours, it was not sustainable to be on the trails. So it's something that is important to all of us, I think, um, that education piece, I guess, and making sure that people know that there are times when maybe it's better to stay off of the trails mm-hmm. or to choose a trail, to be really careful with what trail you are picking based on the weather. Right. Yeah. I'll and say the, the first... Oh, go, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, when we talked about getting people educating again and stuff on the TLC, part of that is, you know, learn to run through puddles if you can and, you know, how, how to treat the trail right so that it can be there for us. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, one of the first trail work days I ever attended, I was like, wow, I didn't mm-hmm. know it was we were actually working at Duran for mm-hmm. um, constructing the Blue Trail. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I didn't realize how much goes into this. Like, this is like, this is backbreaking. This is really, you know, hard work to, and to design and to stand there and look and go, what makes sense to go here? And then of course at Duran, we had to deal with the park lines, you know, where the property ends and whatnot and decide what's going to go through. Um, But to be part of that this year, again, with the new part that we, that we built in there was really cool. Cause at that point, I think, I think somewhere right before I had joined the board, I had finally sort of rounded it out where I'd run 
an ultra and I'd crewed an ultra and I had swept at some point and I volunteered and then I did trail work and I was like, okay, I think I've really covered all the bases now. This is, this is really cool. Like it's really cool. There's all these things in this community. So when are you, so you, when are you directing your first oh. race? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I just, I love like, like a, oh we well we're working on one we are we are oh, actually yeah not a trail rock association I'll be kind of uh, I'll be kind of directing and crewing that whole thing because Dan will be leading it I think <laughs> yours yeah you're the one who started that idea. I know it's very it's April very 8th. exciting April 9th oh, oh that's April 9th. Sunday oh don't yeah, show up April don't one. show up April eighth <laughs> we're gonna be there on the eighth so ah. um, so <laughs> I I would have done it on the eighth but so many things happen on Saturdays that. I decided to do it on a Sunday. So I, I still fu- I fully expect you to be there. We can have Saturday services or something. You know, we'll figure that out. Trail church. Right, exactly. Um and you know the other the I was gonna bring up Dave. Um the other thing is Dave uh builds a pretty sturdy bridge. Yeah. You know? yeah. Him and Sean are, are good. Yeah. We're yeah. Good at that. Uh there's a bridge and there's a bridge now, a small bridge in Black Creek Park, you know. It's kind of a bridge over dirt, but it's a solid sturdy bridge. It used to be a bunch of logs just sort of lined up, you know. <laughs> and uh Well, it's know. actually a bridge. It does go over a creek. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. sort of does, but sort of <laughs> I mean, Black Creek is a creek, you know. So it does go over a little bit of water, but it's a that's a sturdy that's a sturdy bridge. So I mean this isn't just like go pick up goo packets. This is <laughs> yeah. this is rebuilding trails or yeah, sure you know, yeah. actually improving the infrastructure. You know, well, it's you not know, I'm, just I'm aware of a good thirty pounds of garbage pulled off the trails last year by yeah. this group. So Well and and you had uh your whole organization you were sending the kids out, right? <laughs> I was <laughs> <laughs> delivered delivered a bunch of garbage from the trails to the Troy party. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. Yeah. So um, again, I'll ask what what else because all I have to do is ask what else, and you guys will think of something else. I'm sure. No, oh, I'm glad you thought of. Yeah. Sure. I think the the other thing um, is it, from being a runner who started out doing races and didn't know a single person or just yeah. a few people and then doing marathons, doing ultras and now being a part of something that I really meant a lot to me as a runner, yeah. um, gives me a lot of perspective and the gratitude, um, to do everything that we do now. Um, reminds, it reminds me a lot, especially when we do the group runs. Um, and yesterday was a perfect example. Um, a young lady who runs, we, we, the nice thing about the group runs are eventually if somebody comes to them enough, we hit the same park and we do the same route inevitably. Um, at least the ones I lead, usually it's, I like a certain route. So I want people to like that route too. So the greenway, I love the green. I like the greenway. It, you know, it, it gives it an opportunity took, for, it took out, you a while to out, learn that one. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> a lot yeah. of turns. Um, lot of turns. But a young lady who had done this certain route, maybe about a month ago and then joined us yesterday for the same route came up and when we were done um i remember a month ago she had she had gone out we did an out and back and she was only able to do four miles and um it kind of had to make me reach back and go yeah all eight of us all eight of us have done ultras and marathons and longer distances but at some point you know four miles to me was a huge deal and just to see how 
excited she was that she was able to do the whole thing this time. I mean, she just went a mile longer, but in a month, she's like, I could never have expected that I was going to be able to do that. So I think that's kind of the community in a microcosm in her just gratitude and joy of just saying, I could just, just a month ago, I couldn't do the whole route with you guys. And now yeah, I was she, able to do it. And she was so excited. it was really just, great. it was really cool because mm-hmm. it made me remember, you know, before ultras, before marathons, when I didn't think I could do things or when maybe one of us didn't think we could do something, we didn't know a lot of people. Um, and I'm like, we're a part, we're all a part of that. And I think that's really what's so cool about not only being a runner in the community, but now being a part of this organization, which is really special to me. And I know all of us. So you're saying in a couple of years, she could be vice president. That's what you're saying. Sure. Yeah. We're grooming see how, future. See how, yeah. see how quick yeah. Macbeth answered. He's been yeah. here 22 days and he answered that real quick. He's kind of, <laughs> Should dethrone us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I've only staged a couple coups. Yeah, I mean, guys if so you, far. I mean, ten, ten years ago, if you had said to me, "You're gonna be doing ultra marathons, and you're gonna have a bunch of friends in the trailrun community, and you're gonna be, you know, you're, you're gonna," and I mean, and you know, we're, we all have those stories. But if you had told me that, you know, you're gonna be on the board of a trail organization, I'd be like, "What? What are you talking about, man?" You know, so, so, hand me that taco over there. <laughs> So you have this story because you were on the podcast a year and a half ago and it took a whole lot of arm twisting to get you to be on the podcast. You were like, no, I'm not going to, what are you talking about? No, podcast. He didn't want to talk. No, he didn't think he had anything to say. Yeah, that was wrong. I know. I yeah. Anybody that says that's wrong. There's people come far he's come. Well, which which episode was it, Eric? It was after mine. I know that. (laughs) It was six. Wasn't even in the top five. (laughs) No, but I think it's uh, what what Malone says about running and and having taken that journey and watching other people take that journey. It's it's really interesting because. We've kind of gotten to watch Trails Rock itself take that journey. Like when the four of us sat down, Sean, Ben, Ron, and myself, the very first night we met and decided to do this, it was basically like, we should do a website and a Twitter account and put pins on a map so people know where trails are. And like that was kind of all it was. And we were basically the four of us talking to each other on Twitter. And um, to watch it go from literally just that where we once in a while would see each other and, and talk online to, to an organization that's a, a 501c3 nonprofit. That's an actual business that, that gives thousands of dollars to charity every year that, that lets anybody who wants to come join us, come join us. And there's no provisions to that. Um, that has a board of directors that can sit down and talk about what we do on a podcast. Like, it's a really crazy story, and it really mirrors a lot of what we have done as runners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we maybe started that night thinking about training for a 5K, and, and here we are looking at a 100-miler, you know, and it's things have changed, and it's really cool to see, and it's been awesome to be a part of, and uh, to see the people that are so committed to the organization, it's it's so different than it was at any given point, and it's, uh, it's great to be part of, and, and now I feel like I can sit back. And, yeah. and just let things be. And it uh, it's nice to have that feeling uh, right now. 
Right. It's it's amazing what you can do with the, the power of a community, right? Yeah. I was going to say that um, the point of you're saying people are committed to the organization, being part of the organization, one of the things that I have felt is the commitment of people to each other, whether it's the people sitting here in this room and the couple of people who couldn't meet here tonight or just all those people like Mike was talking about, the, the person from the run yesterday. I mean, we're committed to those folks that are coming out to the runs or committed to those people we're supporting at an aid station or through a race. Um, but the friendships and the relationships that have been built through these things are just, they're astounding. They're such, it's such been such an amazing addition to my life in the past year that I, I sat there and was sort of reflecting on it um, a few weeks ago and going, this is really nothing like Mike, you were saying, like, I would not have thought this was going to come out of, you know, Oh, I think I'll see if they, you know, if they'll take my application to be the coordinator. Right. Well, and if you listen back, if you listen back to Mike's podcast, you know, there, there's no like, I'm going to, I'm going to become, you know, I want to be somebody in this community. I want to be something special. It was just more like, I'm happy to be part of this. I'm happy to be, you know, and now he's helping drive it and create it and move it forward and build it. And that transformation is, you know, um, not uncommon, I guess is what I would say. Right. Right? It's not uncommon for somebody to go, you know, I just want to help them raise a little bit money, a little bit extra money for the trailer. You know, I just really want to um, have races where everybody feels included or have activities where everybody feels included. And, you know, suddenly all of a sudden you grow into that role much bigger and suddenly you're driving it. And now other people are looking towards you going, thank you for leading this. And you're like, wait, when did I start leading it? I used to just be a part of it. How did I, you know, how did that happen? It's that passion. It's that, yeah. it's that I don't know. I guess get so excited about volunteering or going, creating a trail or like, yeah. you know, like it's like, I get so excited to do all the things that we do. It doesn't feel like this. Thing that takes a lot of work because right. all together we all chip in and it's not just us it's the community and it all gets done yeah so. it just sort of trail family so if you find yourself at a race and you see a bunch of orange shirts just know that you're amongst friends feel free to say hi and chat them up a bit and come out for a run or a hike Seriously, if you haven't been to a trail race, a trails rock race is a great introduction. They say once you go orange, you never go uh, in storage. Once you go orange, you never go in storage. Yeah. And uh, those shirts that Valone mentioned and that we talked a little about, they're pretty great race shirts. And as they said, all the profits go into trail projects. Another cool thing about it is many of the logos are designed by Laura Reckerth who, as you know, has designed many of the fine pieces of art you'll find all over the podcast website. So you're going to get some quality art in addition to contributing to the numerous Trails Rock projects and the community. So buy a race shirt. They're cheap. Be sure to check out the episode show notes for links to the Trails Rock website where you can find information on their races, group runs, and the Troy series. You can also find a little information about the loosely planned 25 or 50K run that Amy alluded to. Yeah, we'll be having a podcast group run that will serve as a Laurel Highlands training run for me 
uh, preview of the first 12 miles of the Twisted Branch course for some, and just a good day in the woods for the rest of the other people. So check it out. Right now, it's just an event within the Strava group, but I will be providing some further details in the very near future. Oh, and also, if you check out that show notes page, you'll find that quiz that I mentioned in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, not just a joke. Follows through. That's, that's what my teachers wrote on my report cards in like third grade. Follows through. Uh, first person to respond to me on either Twitter, um, using at run inside out or on the Facebook posting of this episode with all the correct answers will win a piece of fabulous trails rock swag um, and if you want to chat about this episode with other lips listeners or just simply share your trails rock stories like maybe your first trails rock run or that time that you brought a friend to the event and they just never left Drop a line on the Facebook page or shout at me on Twitter at Run Inside Out. Also, consider joining our Running Inside Out Slack, where we talk about all manner of things, like origin stories of our favorite national parks, to our latest greatest run in the snow ice mud. It's sort of like social media, but without the media. That's that's my uh, that's my tagline there. I'm loving it, or it's it's useful at least. If that sounds like your kind of place, then check out the sidebar of the website for a link that will get you a Slack invite. Thank you all for listening, subscribing, and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories. I mean, that's what it's about. So until next episode, be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there. So, some hints if you've made it this far. Where did the Trails Rock guys get together for their first meeting? It was in Henrietta somewhere. Gotta name the place. What drew Sheila to run her first 5K race? It was food, obviously, but what kind of food? Whose Yaris did Valone touch? He didn't get arrested for it but possibly could have. What object did Ben Murphy nearly lose during Manitou's revenge? His wife would not have been pleased. And what was Jeffrey Macbeth's first foray into endurance sport? Uh, it involved more than just running. Okay, that's all I'm giving away right now. Um, should be rather easy for you. Please go answer it. Get some cool stuff. Okay. Bye.